That you? Yeah, that and me. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought I, you my new, new style American girlfriend. Forget it, man. Just get some math, all right? She's not here. Don't jerk me around, man. Where is she? She got married. What? She at the church. She get married to a bonk. Married? Married. Married? Yeah, married. Married? Married. Jeez. Hello, and welcome to Hockey Mass High Schools and Popcorn. I am your host, Mike, joined as always by my co-host, Sean. Uh, what's a happening, hot stuff? <laughs> and a technically, that's not a greeting from another country, that's just a line. Why did it be from another country? Where did we get this from? I don't know, I thought that's what you were doing. You were I saying hello. I did Konishiwa last week. Is that it Konishiwa a greeting from now another country? Now I forget, what is it? I don't know, it's Japanese Konnichiwa. or some Japanese is Moshi, I don't remember. Apparently, we're not international. I'm just saying hello in different ways. Uh, All right, okay, whatever. And that's directly from our movie this week, our our current review movie, which is 16 Candles. Um, But anyway, Hockey Mass High Schools and Popcorn, episode number 18. Woo! Two more to 20. I feel like we should do something at 20. We will. Will we? I mean, besides another just episode. We'll say 20. Woo! Woo No, we'll do two woohoos. Woohoo! Woohoo! I'm telling you, one of these days we should do t shirts. I think t shirts is the way to go. That's what I'll all the buy cool one. people. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> Lazy bastard. All right. So anyway, uh, this week our, uh, we're back to give our current review of um, Sixteen Candles. Me and Sean uh, both rented it over the past week and watched it again. Uh, based off our nostalgia reviews and ratings from last week, Sean had a oh man, four point six two. Okay, it was actually four point two six. All right, all right. Now, I see. Now you said you were going to write that shit down, and you didn't. So, but it's a four point two six. I did. I just didn't put my notes up. There it is. Four point two six. That's what I gave it. And I gave it. I gave it a three point eight. So we went. We watched it. Um, come back. Or we're here to give our uh, our current updates on this movie. Um, but before we do, I do want to point out. That dun 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 dun. That the dun. NFL is back and strong, and it was funny because I was kind of listening to our podcast from last week because I, I listen to all our podcasts because I like to hear myself talk. Um, That's and we were, obvious. And we were talking about and we were talking about the the Redskins, and we were like, "Huh, I wonder if they've won." Because by the time I had posted, the the game should have already been over, and I was like, "No, no way! I don't give them a chance in hell." Not only did the Redskins go down to New Orleans and stomp them, they did it in style. I mean, RG three looked. Phenomenal, and end up getting what uh, NFC Offensive Player of the Week, uh, which is amazing. Yeah, now he's also on the East Coast edition of Sports Illustrated. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Oh, nice. I didn't know that part. Yeah. Of course, we're going to go lose to the Rams this week. Of uh, course, that's what we do. So yeah, that's what that's what we do. Now, I think they're playing a late game this Sunday. So by the time this podcast posts, we hadn't have played yet. So I definitely don't want to make a prediction and have it out there for the entire week. So let's just, again, you know what? I'm going to go for don't embarrass us because right now there's some real excitement being a Redskins fan in this area, especially if you're in the area, in the Washington, D.C. area. It's it's everywhere. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's kind of keep that. Between the Nats now and oh, yeah, the Nats skins. Getting yeah. ready to clinch it. I mean, it's it's nice. I mean, if the Wizards could maybe win more than 20 games in a season, we, we'd have something going on in this, in this area. But anyway, that's another thing. 
We're just high on the Redskins right now, so we just wanted to bring it up and say, <laughs> uh, Believe me, when they have a losing week, we'll be a We'll skip different. it completely. We'll, it'll be like a bye week. We're, we're, we're very fickle about that. Me, me and Sean both get too far too, I don't want to say angry, but fired up, really, to discuss. There'd be a lot of F-bombs, and, and we may do it anyway. Um, like I said, we neither one of us have any realistic hopes of like making the playoffs this year. But based on what the Redskins have gone through, it's just fun to see some, some excitement, you know? It's good to see some excitement. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think anybody came on listener sports program. Uh, so, 16 candles, 4.26 for you, 3.8 for me. We watched it this week. What you got, my brother? I am going to up it. Oh, really? From yeah. a 4.26 to a 4.62? Maybe I should now that you said that. <laughs> I mean, at least that would make sense as to uh, why you were saying the score earlier. No, I didn't go up much. I went from a 4.26 to a 4.35. Oh, okay. Not a whole bunch. It, just because there are some things that I forgot about and I enjoyed. So Boops. nothing made me want to lower my rating at all. All right. I am going to just leave it alone. I'm going to stay at 3.8. You know, the the movie, I enjoyed it, but I'll be honest with you. Again, the, you know, the reason why we do what we do, right? We do the nostalgia review where we talk about what we remember from this movie. Neither one of us having seen it in decades. Uh, we watch it again and, you know, we talk about what's the difference. And I got to say, in this one, it didn't. It didn't live up to my nostalgic memory of it. Well, I didn't see it all the way through in decades. I've seen pieces of it here and there along the way. I mean, that's why I love. And, and that's true. Yeah, and that that is true. I don't think I had seen. I certainly hadn't seen it uh, unedited uh, in ages because I was just blown. <laughs> I was blown yeah. away by the number of f bombs and shit and the nudity, which I I completely forgot about. And I don't remember that. At all? Yeah, that uh, shocked me. It did. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was like, "What? What the hell? This is this PG? Right? Because it's just a PG movie." Um, yeah, you know, I was just, I was just surprised. Uh, kind of took me, took took me out of the movie there for a second. I was like, "I oh. bet it did, didn't it?" Yeah, I was like, "My watch, I'll shut up, dude." <laughs> Thought maybe I was on the wrong uh, website again. Like, oh, how did I get <laughs> to this website again? Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Um, so yeah, it did. It, it kind of surprised me. So you know, I was going to leave it at three point eight because I still enjoyed it. There were still some funny parts to it. Um, I just there was just nothing in it that made me want to bump it back up again, you know. That's I, funny. I mean, I knew what I was getting into. I know what Sixteen Candles is about. I know how that kind of slapsticky John Hughes humor that all his movies have, and this is no different than any other ones. And I was expecting it, and it lived up to what I thought, and plus a little edge more. Uh, so what uh, what do you think of your dong? You got to give one. me the whole thing. No, I'm not saying it because I can see your hand is on that button. I'm not going to say it because you're just going to want to hit the stupid thing. What, long duck dong? <laughs> I don't think you can say it yourself, Ross. We would just spend the entire episode you doing this. If I have to do that, that's what I'll do. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? I mean, I I was <laughs> – the dong just cracked me The up. dong. I mean, he – I just loved – he didn't. He was an integral part of this film, I think. He held it together. His character. Yeah, I know. You're going to look at me like that with a little Yeah, because that, that's, that's dumb. No. I think that uh, just having him, you know, splattered throughout the film in different places, <laughs> it just... Well, I mean, he didn't... He didn't, comic, he he didn't add anything to it. I mean, you know, he wasn't... He didn't, like, become friends with Samantha. He didn't help her meet, you know, her hunk. He had... He was nothing but a comic relief. In a movie that was already meant to be a comedy, everybody was a comic relief. Well, that's what I'm saying. The movie was meant to be the a comedy. He didn't. He didn't, well, see, the, but the grandparents had a part to play because one, they forgot her birthday. Two, they didn't remember her birthday either. 
and, and they were there for the wedding. He had a part to play. He took up, you know. The only part he had to play was let's put an Asian in here and make him stereotype and let's everybody crack up. At that. that is the only. And you know what? Only That's fine by played. me. <laughs> Did you catch? Speaking of which, I was like, oh, I saw somebody, but I just couldn't. I was just cringing at this. Did you notice when they were eating dinner uh, with him, like the first time he's there and they're all eating dinner? Yeah. And uh, he's, I don't know what he's eating, but he's he's got a knife and a fork or a spoon and a fork. He's not holding them like a spoon and a fork. He's using them like chopsticks. Yeah, the opposite way. Like, oh, my God, man. I did see that. Are you kidding me? Like, he doesn't know what a knife or a spoon and a fork is. Come on. I mean, it's not, it wasn't even his first hour in the country. He'd been living with grandma and grandfather for a few months now. But I me, think they would have left ridiculous. him do that. They would have left him to eat his food that way. Yeah, they wouldn't but he would have seen everybody else eating with a spoon and a fork. I think he would have got it. Or he would have said, hey, how about some chopsticks? It's not, long- not let me turn this around and eat it this way. He's long duck dong. No, dude. <laughs> I mean, he, that's who he is. But you know what? Everything I will say, he did. They, they didn't even, and I thought they would have that every single time he was on. Or they met, but they really didn't. They didn't do that uh, the gong as much as I thought they did. They did, a, they did it a few times. They did it enough, and they threw it in there even when they didn't say his name. Yeah, they did actually a couple times. But they, didn't, they said his name a couple times, and they didn't throw it in either. So I guess it I was just, it was just whatever name. fit the scene. I think when they said his full name, they did, but they just call him the Dong or something like that. The Dong. They didn't do it. <laughs> that was that was funny. Yeah. Which everybody started calling him the Dong. He there's only one day. I mean, he got there that evening or that that afternoon, right? And they have dinner, and then he goes to the dance with Samantha, and it's like they've been you know buddies you know all this time. So I, I just you know his character was fine, yeah, you know, but didn't add anything to the movie. I can't imagine this movie without without him. Really? I didn't say it without him. I think it would be the same. No. But but he doesn't do anything. He, he's no he's funny. There's no pivotal plot to this. It doesn't have to be. This movie does, Look, we discussed this a little bit offline. He's not I mean this movie does is not like the greatest of scripts ever made, right? The story. <laughs> it's not that great. No, no. Well, if you look at the story you're like, okay, I can see maybe somebody it around her with her. Yeah, well, okay. So Oh, go ahead. Yeah, okay. So for, for the people who hadn't seen this movie yet, 16 Candles uh, revolves around uh, Sam Baker, who's the main character, Molly Ringwald, or Ringworm, as John likes to call him. <laughs> um, Thank so you. He, he giggles at that because he's, he's a two-year-old. Um, and uh, she gets up, and her parents and her brother and uh, her entire family has forgotten her birthday because, you know, the next day after her birthday, her sister is getting married right there in town, too. So all this family's in town, and it's just craziness, and everybody forgets her birthday. Um, at the same time, she all of a sudden realizes that she's in love with this guy at school who's a senior, Jake Ryan, and she decides that she has to get with him. And, uh, you know, so they go through a series of wacky escapades, uh, you know, and, and she ends up, well, I mean, really, that, that's what it is. I, I don't know. You, I mean, cause there's no <laughs> real reason. giving him a look like wacky she, escapades. She didn't actually go to the party, which was weird. I mean, the only the only interaction those two have before they actually get together at the end was, he, she walked up to him in the gym to say something and then couldn't just turn she and walked out, away, right? right? Which I actually thought that was funny. And uh, <laughs> the the, um, the sex ed questionnaire yeah. that she filled out, which I was like, oh, okay, I don't I don't ever remember that. Uh, you know what? No re- way, dude. No, no. I was in sophomore biology. We did not have that sex ed questionnaire. No, no, no. That was from a friend who gave that. 
Oh, I thought that was like some sex ed questionnaire they were doing in there. I didn't realize that was from a friend. I didn't catch it. You know, that. If, they, if they did try to make it off like it was a class thing, I, I, it was definitely from her friend who gave it to her honestly to have her. Well, fill because it, out. it says on that, be honest, because your name's not, on, not here. on it. Right. Yeah, so but you to know me, what, why would that be from a note from a friend? I swear, you know what? I've had seen notes and been past notes from my girls, and they would say, like, you know, ask questions, even though I knew who they were from. Like, yeah. do okay. you like so-and-so? Right, but that's it, different. Check does yes it, or no. Does it specifically say on the note, feel free to add whatever because your name's not on this? I mean, a friend wouldn't put that on there. It was that seems more like a teacher thing. It was a thing. note. It wasn't like a... Well, even still, I'm saying, if, that was, if that's what that was supposed to be in 16 Candles, they didn't portray it very well because it, okay, it had that uh, fair enough. anonymous thing on there. But anyway, so she fills it out and says, oh, yeah, I want to sleep with Jake Ryan. Um, tramp. And then she folds it up and tries to show it to, <laughs> she tries to, show it to her, her friend, and it falls on the ground, and he picks it up. So that's like their first interaction with each other. But he's already obviously looking at her in some special way even before she even knows that she likes him. I mean, well, she knows she likes him, but, you know. Well, they're, you know, she they're, doing realize the, they're doing the gym thing, right, with him and his buddy. And he's like, yeah, I see you looking at me a lot. Which was, I, I've seen him around, too. He was in other movies. He's yeah. always a meathead. Yeah. I can't remember what other things he's been in, but he's been in a bunch of different movies. So, anyway, through the course of this movie, Molly Ringwald, you know, they forget her birthday. She decides she loves Jake Ryan. Uh, she ends up meeting the geek, which was Anthony Michael Hall's character, who was just in love with her, um, and keeps trying to get with her. Uh, you know, but at the end of the night, uh, basically nobody gets. He, she ends up just going to bed and getting up the next morning to go to the wedding. You know, Jake finds out that oh yeah, she does like you too. She likes him. Blah blah blah. Shows up in a Porsche. So there we go. And they live happily ever after. It's kind of hard to give a synopsis of them because it really wasn't a plot. To right, it. that's what I'm talking. You know, about. there really there was no real plot to this movie. You know, movie. you can almost have like, described um, the other movie, Pretty in Pink, which she was in. You know, and Ducky loved <laughs> her, but she didn't love him. She loved the other guy, which was uh, yeah, uh, McCartney. McCartney, uh, yeah. No, not McCartney. Yeah, it was not Paul McCartney. <laughs> not, it was not, McCarthy. <laughs> McCarthy. Yeah, not McCarthy. Something, whatever his first. <laughs> I name think was. Ringo. Yeah, but <laughs> when you were describing, it, I was like, wait, this sounds like uh, Pretty in Pink. <laughs> it sounds like it's pretty much similar to the movie. Yeah. But anyway, but, so anyway. You know, I, I really wanted to to like it more, and there were definitely some funny scenes in it. It just didn't it just didn't play well uh, to my old man's cynical eyes. I just didn't it just didn't play. That I well. didn't mind. I was looking forward to it, and I I laughed not out loud because you know I don't do that. No, you do. You don't. Do I that. smiled big. I know that. I, I smiled <laughs> big on many occasions, especially when he was on the screen. That's funny. Well, I did like, and I don't remember it. Like I said before, I don't remember how many f bombs. I mean, right away she walks down the steps after they forgot her birthday, and she's like, "He fucking forgot my birthday." I mean, I was like, "What? What? Molly yeah. Ringwald with the f bomb?" That was just kind of surprising. I immediately jumped back on IMDb just to check the rating. Yeah, because I wanted to make sure that. That's but I what think it said. this was before the PG thirteen thing had come in. Yeah. So you know there was that. Um, <laughs> the sex that question that cracked me, and then again, you know the the boobs when they were looking at the uh, the hot cheerleader girl, which I'm, I'm glad you looked up and said it was body double. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, that was a body double. It wasn't. What's yeah, so if you've seen that, that, that wasn't that wasn't the actual girl. It was just a body double. And trust Sean to see boobs and then immediately go to the internet to find out. I just wanted to make sure to. that they were real. I mean, uh, <laughs> that it was a body double. <laughs> you didn't want to be liking a pair of boobs that may have belonged right. to a high schooler. Yeah. I got you. Alright. That's, that's the way to be said. Did you go online and look up high school boobs just to see? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, good. You know, I do have something to say about that at the end, though, in my show notes. So. Oh. Oh, okay. I'll we'll be curious that. to see what that yeah. is. Um, but, you know, I did like the opening. We talked about this earlier where they just kind of had all the kids getting ready for school. So, I mean, I mean, me and Sean were, you know, we went to school. Uh, we were sophomores in the 80s. Not 80, what was this, 84, whenever this movie came out. Um, 
1984. So we weren't sophomores yet, but we we were close, right? 85, 86, we would have been yeah. sophomores. 86, mm-hmm. we would have been sophomores. So we were close. So it was just neat seeing the, the styles and, and what everybody was wearing in, in the movie, uh, especially in that beginning, because yeah, that was... The beginning encapsulated the 80s to me. I mean, yeah, yeah, it, it did. just did. Yeah. I mean, we talk about when they, that guy and girl were walking down and he had his hand in his back pocket. Oh, they had each other's hands in their back pockets, yeah. You know, ripped jeans, drawn on the knees. They had the guy and the girl walking with their pinkies, pinkies. holding. <laughs> and, of course, you know, for all we know, they do that in high school still, right? We haven't been oh, to yeah, high school. Oh, yeah, of course. And, I know. I'm sure yeah. they do. But it's just it, you add the clothes... I don't yeah. know the yeah. music that they were playing in the beginning. You know all of that. Just very, very '80s. It. it definitely seemed to hit the '80s high school thing, and it was like, oh yeah, okay. I and I mean, there wasn't any specific style really to the '80s. I mean, it was just kind of whatever. But it was, it was, yeah, it was bright colors, pastels type of thing. But it was just that the hair all looked the same, and people walking around with the Walkmans, um, and stuff like that. It just kind of cracked me up a little bit. Big bangs, wings. What you oh, wings? the wings. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, that was feathered, feathered yeah, hair, feathered whatever that was hair, called. Yeah. See, it's been so long. So I've had a hair. I forget what it's called. <laughs> that stuff on your head that you brush. I don't. I don't remember. Oh, the other thing I pointed out, I, I thought it was it was a jacket around the waist. Anthony Michael Hall's mm-hmm. character on the bus did that. That I laughed at. I was like, oh my god! I remember people walking around. Yeah, I've done with it. the jacket. I, I'm sure I did too. I think that's just what you did with your jacket. Mm-hmm. You tied it around your waist. I don't remember why. I guess because holding it was not cool. Well, you wouldn't always wear your jacket if it was if it got warm. It was cold in the morning when you went to school, but when you came home, it wasn't. I guess why so would you just hold the jacket in your hand as opposed to tying it around your waist? I don't know. I'm just trying to remember: did we make fun of people who, who carried it? Did, did we well, think you're making fun of them now? <laughs> I guess we kind of are. I'm not. No, you are. <laughs> I'm just curious: did we tease people who carried their jackets back in the '80s? I I don't know. Maybe that's how it started with that. Um, and the other thing that really dated it for me, and you know, again, they may do this now. I don't know. I don't. I don't know any high schoolers. I can't go ahead and ask a bunch of high school chicks this question because it would just be awkward. Um, but uh, right around the bus, they were talking about when Sam Sam was talking with her friend about Jake, and her friend was like, "Oh yeah, he's going with whatever the girl's name. I don't yeah. remember." But I was like, "Oh my god, I haven't heard that term in ages." But that's what we called it. You know, going when you were with. dating somebody, you were going with somebody. And I was like, "I wonder if they still use that terminology." So where are you going? <laughs> yeah, you're going with somebody to where exactly? But yeah, that was the terminology they used. That kind of cracked me up a little bit. Yeah, that one stood out very, very quickly too. Also, the the opening credits uh, they were showing the, you know, the high school and the kids going to school. A lot of the kids had sunglasses on, and they were making these statements with their glasses. They did, the way John Hughes filmed it, he would just show a kid, and you know, he'd have his glasses on. It'd be like a, just a close up of this kid with his glasses right in your face. You know, they're all funny, big ones and thin ones. Yeah, it was that thin know? red one. They showed that guy a couple times. A couple times throughout, With yeah. the thin red one. He <laughs> yeah, didn't have any lines. They, yeah. they just kind of showed him that. But he stuck out so much because of the, the glasses, I yeah. guess. You know, there was actually a scene, though, where um, Anthony Michael Hall and Sam are dancing at that dance. And when they're dancing, he's in the background, literally behind them, not but, like, 10 feet at the most and he's just standing there <laughs> snapping his fingers and, you, and he's there the whole time I'm like what? I, I, I couldn't get it I couldn't, he was just doing it yeah it was weird that's funny yeah I don't know I guess maybe he was like a friend of one of the grips in there or something so they just put him in I, I don't know but yeah those. I, and the funny thing is they had that in there but I don't remember anybody ever wearing those glasses no, but they look 80s. Uh, yeah, they look, clearly look, they look Devo for some <laughs> reason, but yeah. I, I don't know why that reminds me of that, but I don't remember actually anybody ever actually wearing those those glasses. I mean, I suppose they could have, I just don't remember. I it. probably owned a pair, just don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you own, I think you probably still own, own that pair. So, all right, so aside from Long Duck Dong and the horrible racism uh, in that movie, 
What uh, what jumped out at you there? Oh gosh, the brother. You know he also <laughs> made uh, the little right smart-ass brother. What's his name? Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, he was he was hilarious to me. The the lines that they gave that kid to say. <laughs> you know, he seemed like he was older. You know, like yeah, eighteen or something. Saying these lines. You know, snap his fingers, acting all cool when he was. You know, just something about him. I. You just liked him. You can yeah. relate, is what you're saying. I, you I don't relate. know what it was when he was at the table, talking about he's got some Chinaman sleeping above him. <laughs> you know, it, it was just classic. And that was when he said, you know, I, I laughed at that when he was at the table because he had those little cigarette, oh, cigarettes. He had the pretzel sticks, acting. But like yeah, but he was he was pretending like they were cigarettes, and I was like, okay, well that's clearly changed. You really don't see that anymore. But he was acting like they were cigarettes when he was eating them. I thought that was funny. Um, clearly caught that, and that's obviously one of those things that you just don't see much in, in movies anymore. I could probably talk about each one of the characters about how they handled their characters. I think the, everyone did a great job, uh, but you know, from the grandparents, I think were my favorite characters. The interaction between um, the ones who were in Sam's room, not the other grandparents. Uh, they were great. They just seemed like they seemed like grandparents. They seemed like they were married a long time. Yeah. I swear, I feel like they had rehearsed the <laughs> scenes over and over together. And they introduced him perfectly, right? Where he's yeah. like, he's got his his uh, pants off, and his like his shirts tucked into like his boxers, and he's wearing the black pants. I have walked in to my grandma on her slip, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> And it brought back that memory. <laughs> did, that, yeah. did you curl up on the floor in a fetal position after that, or <laughs> were you okay with that? I just remember it like, oh my, what have I done? And they were in my room, same thing, you know, like, <laughs> you know. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's awkward. I'm sure Granny appreciated that. You know the the, you know, and again, there we talked about this last week. We were talking about favorite scenes in this movie or, or favorite characters, mm-hmm. and nobody mentioned Molly Ringwald. Neither one of us did. I should say nobody. There's just two of us, but. Um, so I, you know, I did like Molly Ringwald in this movie. I mean, I still think she's adorable. There's, there's just something cute about her uh, in this time frame. I know you don't fancy Molly Ringwald overly. No, much, she was our, she was. But I did. I thought, girl. I thought she was cute. I mean, she can always cry very well. That was always her favorite thing. But actually, I loved Anthony Michael Hall uh, in this movie. He was my. After watching this, he's now my favorite character. In so movie. do I. But you know what kind of threw me off about that? If he's such a big geek and the king of the geeks, which is fine. Yeah. All right. He was acting way too cool to be king of the geeks sometimes. Not that he passed off as being cool. You know mm. what I mean? He was acting really cool, like when he was on the bus talking to her, hey, babe, you know, and <laughs> doing all this kind of stuff. A geek does not do that. I guess, but at the same time, a cool guy wouldn't talk like that either. He wouldn't need to. Of course, no, I was saying, right. He yeah. couldn't pass off as the cool guy, but he was acting. Oh, cool. better, than, think, better than a geek. Yeah, I gotcha. I don't think a geek could pass off what he was doing. So no, he was no. like he crossed that line of the and I did I did like the interaction between him and John Cusack and the other guy. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, what he had a name. name. He, yeah, no, but he's not credited. I can find it real quick. So, but honestly, when I was watching that, I thought John Cusack could have been even a better geek uh, than Anthony Michael Hall yeah. in this movie because just just a few lines that he had and just a, just a couple interactions and looks. I thought John Cusack might have been a better. geek. I, it makes me wonder. I don't know if you looked it up or if you found it. If he if he had wanted to be the geek and ended up having just to be the friend, because uh, mm. it seemed like he could have pulled that off. He might have been a good character. Well, no, for that I one. did look about a little bit about how he got that role. Michael Anthony Hall got it because basically when they put the the call out for somebody to audition, all these kids came in to audition, and they all came in with pocket protectors on and glasses and you know uh, greased up hair and yeah. you know high waters and stuff and then they said he walked in as himself basically 
you know, who he looks like and kind of played him straight like he was, and they immediately knew that was him. <laughs> that's so, funny. Yeah. Everybody else dresses up like a geek. You come in like yourself, and they're like, <laughs> that's it. And they're like, what? I'm not, I was here to deliver something. What, what did I just win? <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of messed up. But whatever. Hey, it launched a career, and he, he's done well, so oh, I sure. don't think he's, he's too upset about it. Um, so what else got jumped out at you on this one? I mean, there had to have been something that – because you already knew Long Duck Dong. You already knew you loved it anyway, but you jumped it up a little bit. I mean, was it – just overall the film or did anything little like- pieces like you know it just brought back a lot of high- I mean you know what it was funny John Hughes has this way of bringing memories back to me about high school really even if they you know he has a way of twisting them uh, enhancing them bigger than what they were so like you know you we all had parties we went to right well, okay, you know what? Sometimes the houses did look like that. By the yeah, end I was going to say I don't. We didn't go to house. I didn't go to house parties that looked like that house. No, no, I mean, trashed. Oh, okay. End up trashed inside and outside. I've been to a couple, but majority of them aren't. Right. You know, you do. You drink. You play around. You know, do stuff. You do end up cleaning up, helping clean up. But it doesn't look as bad as that does. But it reminded me of those days and how you had the party and how they got out of hand sometimes and when the cops would show up everyone would just bolt you know but he just made for himself yeah but he made he just kind of brought those things back that um just the high school dance itself you know i forgot about even actually that that was pretty well done i yeah, think it was high school All dance kids was well. dancing yeah. and the way they yeah. were dancing and they were doing the 80s dance which i love yeah that, that was my that I was saw my some jam carlton's out there yeah. <laughs> i can do the carlton like nobody's business i did like the 80s dancing that that was pretty good and actually i like the scene right after that between molly ringwald and, and anthony michael hall i thought that was actually one of the few genuinely sweet and just real moments in that film where they were sitting in the car just talking to each other. Yeah, in the, gra- Except in the garage. Except the shop. I guess this is just an 80s thing at the time, and I suppose maybe we just, I guess maybe I just didn't know it, but it really seems like in all the John Hughes movies, or at least in this one, is every chick is just looking to get banged, right? That's just what it is. Every you know, Everybody wants to just jump on w- with somebody else, and that's pretty much what every guy is, is out for. But I had, to la- <laughs> I had to laugh when he pulls out the, uh, you know, he gets in the car and sitting next to her, and he pulls out the certs. Like, when, when was the last time you saw a pack? Did he even sell certs anymore? I, I yeah, but and I, I remember seeing sell it, packs. But you knew as soon as he pulled that roll out that that's what that was. Yeah, they, they you were know, certs. That was a like, certs. Not, not a yeah, was it life save? No, no, Life-saver. dude, that was a cert. The color of the pack. Yeah, the color of the pack of the gold. Yeah, the gold. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? When's the last time you saw a pack of certs? I can't even remember that. That cracked me up. Also, I thought about when he pulled them out, and she was like, I felt it on your leg when he pulls them out, and I saw how small it was. I was yeah, is that what she's like? <laughs> well, I'm guessing she was a virgin, virgin anyway. Um, apparently, right? Because she said so on the note, didn't yeah. she? Yeah, right. They asked, "Had you done it?" Yeah, she she was, I don't know, or something like that. So I'm assuming that probably yeah, that, that, that she, she was. was a virgin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is if that's what she was thinking that it was going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is kind of funny when you see like the you know when they're talking to each other and they're just kind of getting to know each other, and he just like kind of just. Releans his leg over, just tries to jump on her like he thinks it's okay to start having yeah. sex with her. Yeah. That <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't know if I should be saying, but it just reminds me of people. You know, w- when you're <laughs> people, when, when you're when you're that young, you, you really are just that awkward. You just don't, you know, you, you don't know what to do. It's just, it's just an awkward situation. It, it just made me laugh at that that awkwardness of being, you know, a boy at uh, at that age and that yeah. really is all that's on your mind at that age but you're just so awkward and you just don't know what to do that that just uh, that that did make me laugh it transcends, transcends into adulthood actually I mean, it, it never goes away <laughs> does it just if way, doesn't it yeah that's exactly how it is Sean I'm I sure 
Although, did you catch how many times they used fag in this movie? Oh, yeah. I was kind of surprised. I mean, and that same, and I just made remember Ronnie, that same scene in that car where, I forget what he said. He was saying, you know, I'm not really a stud. Everybody thinks I am. Or And then he tried to, and she's like, don't be such a faggot. I'm like, oh, don't be such a fag is what he said. Yeah, don't be such a fag. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. You a couple times. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think even uh, Jake's character, Jake, I can't remember the guy's actual name, but Jake Ryan, actually said something about, what are you, a faggot or something like that in this movie? And I was like, holy crap. Yeah. When's the last time you saw a movie that actually had that in there where it wasn't a movie about how not to talk to people or bully? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not one of those things where you... You hear it. Under- it was pronounced, and I mean, yeah, because he wasn't calling him that because he thought he was gay, which is really how you see it in movies today when they're trying to be mean to somebody who who's gay. They call him fag, but this was just because he was being stupid, which is kind of how the term was when we were kids. Yeah, you know, it I mean, was just that I way. I think it still carried. It came from that. I mean, it was derogatory. It was meant that way, but not meant that way. You know what I mean? I guess, but he was trying to hit on her, right. and so she's like, "Don't be a fag." Like, well, clearly he's not really trying to be a fag. Right. So he was just saying, "Don't be stupid." But using fag instead. As a put-down. Right. Yes. I guess. So that's yeah. wrong. Coming. Oh, no. It's still wrong. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But yeah. it's, it's, just, it's just very jarring uh, when you but hear But he was it. unaffected by it, so it didn't matter. Yeah, he didn't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Which shows, in a way, that you know, it didn't mean that as much. It meant just a, a general put-down, not necessarily that he didn't like her because he right. was gay. Right. Uh, you you know. know, just out of curiosity, and this is completely off-topic, but I was listening to the radio, and they were talking about... Um, I forget what they called it now, like keep away or something like that. Remember when we used to play a game when we were kids, and it was just, you know, however many kids you keep had. Keep away? Or, yeah, keep away, but you had another <laughs> name for it, right? It was the football. You just tackle whoever had the football, and the idea was just try to run around with the football for as long as you can. Oh, smear the queer. Smear the queer, right. You but, might, were you just waiting for me to say it? Well, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to put it in your head if you didn't remember. Maybe yeah. you didn't know what it, what it was called. Yeah. So I, I just had to kind of laugh because I was like, you know, I hadn't heard that in forever, and they were talking about it on the radio the other day. But he, they wouldn't call it that. They kept calling it everything else but Smear the Queer. And I was like, no, when we were kids, that, that's what we called it. And then watching this movie just kind of made me think about it again. Mm. So, But that's it's interesting because we didn't when we were kids like that, we weren't in the same area. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you don't play Smear the Queer. You weren't playing that when we were 15. I just played it this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. We play that now. We'd be sore for days. <laughs> we would. That's true. We'd be taking Advil and yeah. Ben Gay like, ah, oh, Jesus. Ben Gay. <laughs> ben Gay, right? Ah, no, that wasn't a joke. No, no, no. no. Was it? <laughs> Sorry, that would actually have been a good tie-in, but no, that was actually just Ben Gay, not not being gay. You've been gay? <laughs> ben Gay? Ben, Ben's gay. So, yeah, anyway, it was just a different time, I guess, where you could just call <laughs> things that. And I'm, I don't know. I didn't really have a point with that yeah, one. I was just kind of rambling about it. Yeah, but you may think about it. Like, what does smear the, I mean, smear the queer? That's pretty I don't. You just, that just meant you tackled the guy with the ball. <laughs> yeah. But now, why was he queer? I, I don't know. But I guess you were, <laughs> yeah. basically, you were basically advertising just beating up the gay kid. I don't, I don't know. That's what it's like. I mean, that could never fly today. And don't you remember we used to call uh, phones faggots, too? No. <laughs> <laughs> What? No, I was just kidding. I was just making shit up, that's all. Well, you uh, know, I I remember when I was probably like 18 or 17, I I heard that in England they called cigarettes fags. fags. Yeah. You know? I thought that was the funniest thing yeah. in the world. Oh, <laughs> give me a fag. Would, yeah, no, I know. I remember. I'm pretty sure we were together when we found that out. We I'm thought, sure we made jokes I'm like sure you we thought a fag that was, in your that, mouth. Yeah. That, you, know, <laughs> I'm, you know, stupid. God, I'm, sure I'm, so, I'm so glad we're not that age anymore. Yeah. Oh, God, we were such asses. If we could go back and listen to ourselves. We would be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Grow up!" Yeah, you know. But at the time, of course, you don't. You don't know. You think you're already a grown up, and you don't realize how much farther you have to go yet. Anyway, I was a. When you're 18, you know it all. Yeah, of course when you you're do. Like 24, you start to realize you don't know. You don't know shit. Shit. Nope, not at all. 
And then you're 40, we still don't know anything. I'm sure when we're 60, we'll be like, shit, we didn't know anything at 40. I'm, I'm clueless. <laughs> we know how to do a podcast, but we got that down. Um, all right, so anyway, long, winding story, but apparently they like to call everything related to gay and queer uh, back in the mid-'80s. Maybe, he, well, I don't know. He used fuck and shit. Um, I don't know if he used damn, but I'm trying to think of maybe why that particular word well, was used so many but, times. But they didn't use it towards each other. They, he didn't say, like, you know, don't be a fucking idiot or you're a shithead. Every insult that was directed towards a person was fag, right? That was the put right, down towards a person. For a person. Right, that was the only put down they used was that. Everything else was just a curse word because something bad happened. I just wonder why he chose that, or was that that prevalent then? I, I honestly don't remember. I don't remember calling people that a lot. I'm sure I did. I mean, I know it was used a lot. Because um, you're abusive and mean and... Whatever. No. I'm just saying I, I do remember that. It was. It was yeah. It is what it was. Um, but I don't, I don't remember it being that prevalent, but it, yeah, maybe it was. It could have been. So did you catch all of the different uh, technologies that made you think it was the 80s? I love the watching The first it. one that came out was when Sam was in a room on the phone. <laughs> on the phone, yeah. And it was a corded phone. <laughs> With a cord phone. Oh, yeah, it was like the, it was a little white princess phone, which everybody, yeah, yeah, that was Their everywhere. Dad made a comment how it was, she got a second line. Yeah. You get a second line in your house, which, yeah, you know, when I finally got a second line in my house, I get my own phone. You know? I think this, the only time I got a second line in our house in, it was when we became roommates. Oh, for modems. Yeah, for modems, because yeah. we had to get second lines. I was like, I, you didn't need it before. You know, you just weren't on the phone that much. Yeah. It, that was ridiculous. I did love the the phone with the antenna that Jake Ryan was using. <laughs> that was great. And I mean, it was a long-ass wow. antenna, too, man. You see yeah. how like, you had to pull it out. He made a little clicking sound when he pulled it up. That was great. I, that had just cracked me up. Um, and, the, uh, of course, the stereo that they showed had a record player and a tape player. I remember when they trashed the house. They had, like, the record player and the tape player. Yeah, you know what bugged me about that was, you know, it's a movie, and it was fun stuff, of course, but John Hughes, you know, the... You heard the music playing as they were looking around the room, and they finally focus in on that, and the, you hear a skipping sound. Right. Yet, obviously, it's not coming from the record player because there's a pizza on it spinning. <laughs> so it's not that. It and was music the tape pizza. is, like, spewing out as right. it's doing it, but it can't be a tape because tapes don't make that sound, you know, when they're you know, right, repeating because right. you can't repeat a tape unless you rewind it. So, but it was proving, I mean, it was showing a... A point, I guess. Yeah, that, that house was uh, pretty messed up. Yeah. Yeah, it was not a good house. Did you know? What? <laughs> Did you notice what was on the coffee table? No. no. I mean, it was all the beer and yeah, stuff. There was a whole bunch of stuff on the coffee table, but one thing stuck out. We'll talk later about it. Oh. Oh. No. And, of course, the other one was the floppy disks, which I thought was funny because that was the I whole bet. I didn't bat. see the floppy disks. Well, they didn't show it, but that was the bet, right, to get Sam's to, to have carnal knowledge of the woman or to show the... Uh, show the underwear. Oh. Yeah, he had to bet okay. the floppy disks. Right. Just just them. saying that was like, what the floppy disk? I mean, seriously, any kid who was born 1995 or later would have no clue uh, what that was. And why would you? Um, but that that just cracked me up to the floppy They didn't actually show it, though, no. No, oh. they didn't. I'm trying to think there was something else, and I didn't write it down, and I can't remember what it was, but there was some other weird thing in there from the technology perspective that I was like, holy crap, that looks old. What, those things on their heads? <laughs> the lights on their heads. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was about. I know they're walking around with the the headsets, but all right, that that, that wasn't too old because they just used walkie talkies is what they were doing with that. No, it was something else. I don't remember what it was. So anyway, I was just curious the the, the technology, but that that did make you get that little dated dated. Oh, the, the the car phone was a car phone. I, oh, again. that's what it was. Yes, in the in the rent in the Bentley in the ro- that they in the had. Rolls. In the, it was oh, was it a Rolls? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. was just what the hell. 
Uh, well, the Bentley is a world. Um, but anyway, yeah, we actually pulled it up out of the, out of the thing. Yeah, it had a cord on it. Yeah, I mean, it had actually a cord on it. Yeah. Which I don't, didn't actually see a uh, an antenna for the phone on the car, but still, cracked me up anyway. But those didn't have it. It was a time when there was that brief time when they were just phone, it looked like a phone. Right, but how did the signal get to the car? You you would have had to have an antenna on the car somewhere. Is what I was getting. No, at. it was like a pack that sat in the car somewhere. Oh, really? Like under the dash. I never knew. Yeah, that's kind of fancy. Got a little fancy. Yeah. <laughs> get a little fancy. So the only other thing that really stuck out at me from this was the date raping, of course. And I talked about this in the last episode. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah and I mean that was so. What the hell? I mean, he literally said she is so drunk she's not going to know what happened. That was it. And, he, and they were talking about when him, when Jake Ryan and Anthony Michael Hall's character, the geek, were sitting in the kitchen, and he was making the martini, which I thought was a cute scene. Um, Again, too cool to be a geek. Yeah, yeah, making that martini that's just talking to him. That's example. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Uh, but they were talking about Sam and everything else. And what did he say? Um, he's like, you know, oh, and if all you want from Samantha is to – is you know is to have sex with her or whatever that you know I'm not big enough to beat you up but I'll hire somebody and Jake is like no 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 if I wanna if I wanted all if I wanted was a piece of ass I got that out there right now I could go tag that so basically he's saying yeah she's so drunk I could just go sleep with that anyway or, or what have you and then he just turns around and gives it to Anthony Michael Hall and just says here you go 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 have fun with that then he takes him over to the friend's house has them take pictures of her all drunk like that and who knows what the fuck they're gonna do with those pictures. I mean, of course, you know, nowadays that's on YouTube and about or uh, Facebook or somewhere within yeah. five, ten minutes, right? Mm-hmm. This woman's all drunk and this is in this guy's car with a freaking freshman. And then they wake up the next morning and he's like, did we? And she's like, yeah, I think we did. I'm like, what? What? Wait, what the hell happened there? How does he not remember? He wasn't that drunk. He was driving. He wasn't that drunk. And all of a sudden now he is and he doesn't remember what happened either. I don't know. And then, you know, it was weird and. And she's like, you know, the, the best part of it was waking up in your arms. Like, waking up in the guy who just raped you, that was your favorite part? I just That whole, I that didn't need to happen. That whole part was just stupid. I guess they threw it in there because her and Jake had to break up so she he could go be with right. Molly Ringwald's character. But I, I didn't like that part. And they kind of carried the transition, like her thinking she he was Jake and Jake was him, into the reality of her waking up and it was too much. But right. You had to, it had to be done, right? I mean, like I guess, they, but they didn't have to have had sex. It could have just been that was know. just another part of the over the top. Everything was over the top in this. Yeah, I don't know. Exaggerated. That, that was just too 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 much. I don't know why. I guess if they had just met at the party, gotten drunk and had sex, okay, whatever. But basically, the boyfriend gave permission for that and let her out of there, knowing what was going to happen and being okay with it. That's what bugs me more than than them just hooking up. And still, let's really get real. If we're going to talk about clicks and things, there's no way that she's going to wake up in that car with him in the parking lot after he said, just don't <laughs> leave her in the parking lot, and he <laughs> did, which is funny. Um, and they're going to end up kissing. Yeah. I, it's, you know. Yeah. It's it's the Revenge of the Nerds. It's that thing. I yeah. just didn't. Where she finds out that, you know, it's the nerd under the Darth Vader thing, and she's perfectly okay with it because the sex was good. Like, what? What? <laughs> that, what world yeah. is that in? No wonder we all grew up with a weird sense of what women really want. The movies have not taught us anything. I don't know too many girls that would be okay, okay with that. Although I did laugh when they were in the car driving and they were, she was, he was sober and she was drunk, and she puts the birth control in his mouth. That, that was funny. And she's like, "Now neither oh, yeah. one of us can get pregnant." <laughs> I actually, that was the only part where I actually giggled out loud uh, in that movie. That that was good. Um, I wrote down several scenes that I thought were just made me laugh. Right, I mean, like that. Because um, I'll just jump down through them. 
um, when when the dong was in the tree after the party. <laughs> ah, sexy girlfriend. <laughs> and he goes, Bonsai, and jumps out. Yeah. You know, it's just cracking me up. Little thing like that. Um, no, no, I can't find them all. Did so. I miss something? Because Jake punches him in the eye because he grabs his balls, but they don't actually show that scene. Did I turn away and miss that scene? No, but I think it was just a reference. Oh, well, he jumped down from the tree. Right. That's when he's referencing that. Right, right. But, but they didn't show that. But no, they he just sh- jumps out. But they don't actually show him grabbing his balls. He just says it later on in the movie. Right. You grab my balls, that's why I hit you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. he jumped down the tree, but I didn't know that was like saw. a cutout scene or something because no. I don't. But he mentions well, it. He really wanted to see him it. grab his balls, didn't he? No, no. I just, I, he's got a big black eye and he's, you know, a little homophobic. You grab my balls, faggot, I punch you. Like, uh, dude, settle down. He jumped out of a tree. I mean, it was, you know. Yeah, I know, but he was like 100 pounds of wet Asian, and this is like some big senior dude. Anyway, that's fine. So what else? Uh, When Jake called Sam's house to talk to her and the grandparents picked up, that whole conversation. (laughs) That goes back to you saying they were such good grandparents because you could just see that that, that's what that would be. That's what it would be. And he said, eat me, you know, to the uh, Yeah. Which that term again is one of those ones that I have not heard in a long time. It's no, it has been a long time. But I'm going to put that back in rotation. I think you need to bring it back in rotation. Yeah, that'll be our mission. Anybody out there listening, start using the word "eat." Start using that "eat me." What else do I have? Um, oh gosh, you and that oh gosh. I don't know. Nothing else. No more Yankee. My Yankee. The dog need food now. How often <laughs> do I use that? Way, way too often, actually. <laughs> now, I have not seen this movie in, in a long time, but what stuck sticks with me the most is when he said long... No, I'm not going to do it. When, when the dong says... The dong. When he says, no more Yankee, my wanky, the dong can need food, and he's laying on there. That cracks me up. I still use this to this day when I'm hungry and I want food. I'll say that to my wife. I'll say, you know, they know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> actually, the one that we still use from long duck dong... Is uh, you don't want me to do it anymore. I know, but I thought I, I thought I thought I thought going there. There you go. I thought I'd make you happy. Was um, what's hopping in the stuff? That's why I do use that up. one. Yeah. I do use that one. Applying the uh, appropriate Asian inflection there too. Of course, of course, because <laughs> we're not very good people. I guess I don't know. Um, but I do use that one a lot. Um, I remember when Farmer Ted broke the fourth wall when he was in the car and he turned to the camera. Uh, yeah, this is going to get good or whatever he said. Yep. You know, no. So basically, he was getting excited about the rapiness. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was. He's going to get good. I'm definitely date raping this chick. Woohoo. What else? What else do you got that sticks <laughs> out? You know, also got me is at the end of the uh, last episode, we were talking about the movie, and you said how it ended up with those two sitting in a window sill, mm-hmm. whatever it was. They weren't. They were sitting on a glass table. I thought, but the window was right behind them. I thought it was the window sill they were sitting on. But yeah, you're right. Did you go and look up the Family Guy clip? No. Ugh. That's something you can throw into the show. Dumbass. Yeah, you know what? We got to put it out there because I think if you if you like this movie and you like sick humor, you need to see that Family Guy uh, clip of uh, of Peter and and Jake Ryan because it is freaking hilarious. So what else you got? So who who was the organist in the church? Do you know? Oh, the poltergeist lady. Yes, yes. yes I forgot that absolutely. she was in there. Yeah, and she even squeaked when she walked. Oh, that, that was great. Sound. That was what great. is that? What is that I, sound? I, I think it's the pantyhose supposed to be rubbing her thighs. I don't know what that was, it's, but it was a squish, squish, yeah. squish. Yeah, squish I don't know. Squish with a creak and uh, some kind of sound. I did like the uh, sister being all doped up on the uh, muscle relaxers. Yeah, at the end, that was kind of funny with her. And I mean, she played that well. And for all I know, they may have doped her up for that role, but she played that pretty good. You know, I didn't like her character. No, not at all. She was too bitchy. She was. I didn't like the with that tone. I can't. I'm not gonna try it, but it's a mellow. 
condescending. Yeah. What movie were we watching? We just reviewed it where you said, oh, um, Elaine, the stewardess from Airplane. Yeah, same it, thing. That's exactly what that was. It was very calm, monotone, single, didn't get up, didn't get down. It was just people don't talk like that, really. Yeah. I didn't I didn't like her character. I'm um, with you on that one. By the way, that poltergeist lady, mm-hmm. she died. I didn't, I, uh, yeah, she died a long time ago. No. 2010. Oh, I mean, really? Oh, I thought she died like 1995 or something. I didn't know she died. I didn't know Aww. she was sick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what she died. But, you know. <laughs> what is wrong with you? That's a terrible joke. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. You know terrible. what? There's probably five people listening who are going to get that reference at all anyway. Knucklehead. <laughs> you cracking yourself up though, aren't you? Yeah. Are you going to speak in the mic so people can hear how stupid you are? <laughs> oh, you know what? Um, I also have my notes here. That Sam yeah. um, was talking to her dad on the couch after the whole day was over and all that, and he came down because he felt guilty that he forgot her birthday. Right. And um, he looked at her and he said, you know, I, I just want to come down because I know we forgot your birthday. And her face lit up. Yeah. Like a little girl to a daddy would when he would say that. Right. And that was real to me. That, that, that was scene. a real scene. But and, that, and she even mentioned that early in the movie where her friend was like, well, what did you expect? She's like, well, nothing big, but, you know, even just a happy birthday. That's all she wanted was someone to acknowledge that it was her birthday. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. That did stick out. Absolutely. Yeah, she played that well. I mean, Molly Ringwald was a good actress for those types of movies. Another word I need to add back in the rotation, butt lick. <laughs> they <laughs> used that. They did. that. Uh, the bad, the, the at the dance. Yeah, no like, problem, butt lick. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> butt lick. There's a couple that I need to I don't think we can bring there. that one back into rotation, dude. We're just not around people where a butt lick is going to be an acceptable. It's just between you and I, I'll do it. I don't care. What... Nah, you're. All right. All right, butt lick. Go ahead. All right, butt lick. <laughs> you beat me too. It's not, it's not going to work. <laughs> Sooner or later, we're going to get tired of saying it. Butt lick. Oh, gosh. I'm looking here again. Remember when he went out to dinner, the, the parents of both the bride and the groom? Yeah. And gross, man. When the the one the mom put her fingers in the glass of ice water with yeah. ice to pull out the ice, my mom does did that, and I was like, oh, <laughs> brought back memories. That's so disgusting. I can't stand that. They just reaching their hands their in there finger. to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I had to put that in there because it was so gross and it reminded me of my mom. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. That's no, not. I agree with you because you got all that crap on your hand. You didn't just wash your hands. You just stuck it in there. You just basically anything floating on your hands is now floating in that water. Yeah, I'm with you. That's a little nasty. Um, another thing that stuck out, I know we briefly talked about this offline as well, but um, so they're all going to the wedding. They're all dressed up, whatever they got ready. They're walking out of the garage. The girls get into one car, and they you know, load up, pull out of the driveway, and then the guys come out in the tuxedos with the grandparents and you know the both sets of grandparents, and they get into the other car, and they're all trying to, like, get confused about who's getting into where, you know, and who's supposed to be sitting where in the car and all this. And right when they're almost all piled in, one of the grandmas, the the um, the shorter, older-looking grandma, she doesn't get in the car, dude. She gets – she's <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. on the other side of the car, and what you see her do is at the very last second, besides of getting in the car when everyone's doing the Chinese fire drill, she basically ducks <laughs> down – she ducks down out of the way, out of the view of the camera, basically, instead of getting inside the car. And then the car backs up. And then you can see her back. Right, the as camera, they're backing up, you can the see back. her back. The they c- cut away at the very last second before the car exposes her completely. But I was like, wow, I know I see her. So I actually had to go online and see if I could find anything about it. And I, I, hear, I see reference to it that she doesn't get in, that she ducks down. But I don't know why. 
She doesn't. Yeah, they don't really explain. But it's clear, and I didn't notice it when I was watching it. Yeah, Sean actually showed out. me the the. And we should have gotten the timestamp of where it was in the movie. No, but I I've already isolated the video clip. Oh, the clip. It. Okay, good. So I'll put it up. We'll on put it up on in the show notes and then put it up there so people can see what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's very. I mean, I've never noticed it before, but now that you've pointed out, I'm like, oh my god, how did I not notice that? It's very clear. Uh, you know what's going on there because when they back out. All of a sudden, she's there. It's it's just very weird. Yeah, because when they back out into the driveway and Long Duck Dong's laying on the ground, they stop the car in the street, and you clearly see her now in the back seat where she wasn't in the back seat. She would look like she was supposed to be getting in the front seat when the car was going to back out, but she ended up ducking down. So Yeah, but and it still looks like a weird cut right there because it does look like she just kind of pops on up outside of the car instead of just stepping out and rising up gradually. It looks like she just stands up. So it still looked like there was a weird cut. But you see her in the shadow. No, you do. No, I mean, she's there. I'm just saying it was still a weird cut there at the The whole thing was weird. I don't know why that it happened. There was room in the back seat because only the two other grandparents were there. Grandparents were in the back of the car. Right, right. So in the front was the dad driving, the The kid, the son, Mike. And And then her husband. And I think it was her husband. Yeah, yeah. her husband. So there was plenty of room in the back seat. I don't know why she just didn't get back there. Yeah, because when the car pulls backwards, it does have all three in the backs. I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't know what they were doing, and I don't know the tech. The best thing that they could do is have her just duck down. Why don't you just get a bigger car? No, but I'm just saying. No, but I'm saying if there wasn't room, if for some reason they thought there wasn't enough room, get another car. They don't actually own that car. I mean, it's a movie. Go get another car. You don't have to use that car. That to me, that's just silly. You know. I think what happened was is they did that scene a couple times, and what happened? I'm, I'm just guessing. They John Hughes liked that scene so much the way they did it that even though at the end that it just got they got so confused about who was going to go where and do what that she got caught up in front of the car at the time. The dad what, didn't realize that she didn't get in the car in the back, and so they, just pull away. He, so she ducked down. But he liked so you think that scene. was an you think that was an ad hoc? They just or an ad lib. Yeah, I think the whole time they've done it so many times that you know okay. that one, she just, just ad and said fuck it. Just yeah, she would duck down as a even a joke, whatever. But John Hughes just loved the interaction of everyone's play at that time, how it worked out. That's all, all right. I'm going to assume. You know, let's assume that that, that makes more sense because other than that, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, <laughs> it right? Doesn't. Yeah, there's no logical reason for them to have done that. All right, anything else in the show notes? Well, those weren't even notes. These are, oh, you know, I didn't even get to my show notes, but um, I was just looking at different things. Uh, I talked about the skipping record. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. I can go down through. Do you have anything else? I, I don't. I'm actually. I'm. I'm pretty good. Okay. Well, the music. First off, let's talk about the music. This <laughs> has some pretty good music in this movie. You know what? Nothing jumped out at me. Nothing jumped out. No. All right. It had. Okay. Not. I'm going to say these are great songs, but they're classic '80s songs. Okay. Like they had true spando ballet. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. They did. That was a slow dancing song in the in the in the thing. Yeah. You're right. They had Turning Japanese by the Vapors. <laughs> yeah, when she was doing the exercise. Which, by the way, that kind of threw me off. Because I think both of us, I was expecting, I think we had even said in the last episode, that Long Duck Dong's girlfriend was Joan Cusack. It wasn't. It was just some other random woman. Had nothing to do with Joan Cusack. Yeah, which actually, and I think we talked about this, she, that woman who had the neck brace on, she was playing the neck, right? That, that was Joan Cusack, right. That was Joan but that Cusack. wasn't Dong's girlfriend. Dong's right. girlfriend was just some other random person that you only see for like two scenes. Right. But... Joan Cusack's character had now she had nothing to add to this movie except some comic relief some comic relief of some sort I mean she wasn't related to anybody in the movie that you could tell there's she just had a neck brace on. I, she I had don't know. one interaction with the major character that was Michael Anthony Hall on the bus when they were sitting across from each other and he was yeah and she doesn't her. actually talk she just goes uh huh yeah other than that they just kept showing signs of her struggling with having to have this collar on 
That was it. This whole time. So uh, that, that was funny. Um, Rebel Yell, Billy Joel. Uh, Billy Idol. Billy Joel. Oh, Billy Joel. <laughs> 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 that, was a, that was a Billy Joel cover. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. yeah, I was in that. Okay, wow. Now that you say that, I'm like, holy shit, there was some good music in there. So, yeah, okay. Young Americans by Billy... Uh, <laughs> Billy Joel. <laughs> by, Billy Joel was everywhere in this movie. By David, by David Bowie. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Well, of course, the theme to Dragnet. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun, dun. Um, and then that song at the end, If You Were Here... I like that song. I don't know why, but really, were, yeah, I don't know why. It's got this really eighties. Oh, now, it's, it's got that synthesized synthesizer 80s, sound. Yeah. I love that sound. I, for, that's what when I pl- I play keyboard a little bit, and that's the sound I like to hear. When I play music. Is that, that is that eighties synthesizer? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I'll buy that one. Um, but so there was other songs too. I'm just naming some of the songs, but those are some pretty big ones. Those right? are some pretty good ones. Yeah, absolutely. Those are some pretty impactful music from the eighties. Spando Ballet was pretty much every freaking dance from like 1983 when that first came out through like 1989. <laughs> every slow dance dance had that song in there somewhere or not, somewhere or another. Yeah. Spando Ballet, cheese. Um, credits. So I looked at the credits. Nothing really crazy, but we you you pointed to me that did Ted the Geek actually have a name? And it gave him credit, as you said, as the geek. Yep. At the, the beginning geek. of the movie and at the end of the movie in the credits, they both said the geek. And uh, But they did reference him as Farmer Ted. Right. But they did call him just Ted, but they don't ever give him credit as Ted. Even when I look online and see references yeah, if you go to, to him, if you go to they IMDb, call him either Farmer Ted. Yeah, if you go to IMDb, he's listed as the geek. Right. Yeah, that's weird. It is interesting. Um, I see though there it says in the VHS version Anthony Michael Hall is credited as the geek in the TV movie and film versions he's credited as Farmer Ted so that means someone had to actually make a decision to go in and change that yeah. for some reason I wonder why but yeah I wonder why I um, so Caroline oh I mentioned that Caroline the shower double she was a shower double it was Paula Elser I guess she's I don't know what she's got nice boobs <laughs> what was her name Paula Elser. Paula Elser. Does she have anything else? Did you look her up to see if she had any other uh, credits? I, if I did, I'd be there all day, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How do you spell her last name? Just for research purposes only. I mean, I don't well, really I care. will get to something in a minute. I'll talk about that. Um, they had some funny names for some of the characters again. Uh, Ray Gun Geek number one and Ray Gun Geek number two. Oh, yeah, the two in the bus. Yeah, <laughs> Just funny that's that right. They got cra- of all the geeks, you know yeah. what I mean? Because there was a bunch of them, right, right. In the school. But those are the, the ones who popped up over the seat and went pew, pew, pew. I know, yeah. Come on, there's a lot of them. I just, know. You know just funny and you know what? That and it, well, that's, that's that over the top John Hughes thing because kids weren't really like that. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. Now, what was the name of what was the family name? Of Sam, what was her last name? Baker. Right. So you had all the Bakers, right? Mm-hmm. Of all the characters, I mean, of all the actors, actresses who played these people, none of them had the last name of Baker except for one, though. One actually, her name was uh, Blanche Baker. She played Jenny. <laughs> and really? Her last real name. Well, Jenny was the sister, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So her last real name is Baker, which <laughs> I thought was kind of funny. It just stuck out. It's odd, me. anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, extra jump. Who... Do you think auditioned for the role of Ted, but didn't get it because it went to Michael Anthony Hall? Well, I was going to say John Cusack. No, I don't say Tom Hanks because he was everywhere. Or Ralph Macchio. <laughs> we can't say Tom Hanks. He's always yeah, he's always in every friggin' movie. Apparently, he applied for every movie out there in the eighties. No, would Ralph? No, ah, Ralph Macchio could have done it. I can see him as the geek. I don't. He's think tiny he enough and small enough. Yeah, I'll go ahead and tell you. I don't think you're going to get it. Jim Carrey. Holy crap! Really? Yeah. 
Huh. Yeah. I mean, I can see that, actually. I mean, you know, I, I, I can see that. And um, Molly Ringworm almost lost the part of Samantha to somebody else. Who, Demi Moore? No, she <laughs> did start with her in the in another movie. Right Allie Sheedy? Yep. Really? Almost lost it to Allie, and uh, they gave it to Molly. Nah, it was better with Molly. I think so, too. Yeah, I think it works better with Molly. Of course, we say that, but if it was the other way around, we'd be like, oh, I could have never imagined Molly Ringwald. <laughs> That's right. Right now, your trivery would be Molly Ringwald. Tried to out for that one. Did not make it. All right. Now, this is the interesting part. We've talked about this before. You know, in movies about high school, they're playing high school kids, but they're much older than what they actually are, right? Right, in, right. In real life. So, who do you think was the oldest character? Hmm. Probably say Jake Ryan. How old do you think he was? I don't know, but I mean, the hair and the uh, whatever, the dude just did not look like he was a senior in high school. (laughs) The muscle build, I don't, it just didn't didn't strike me as a senior in high school. Well, he's listed in here as one of the older. I was going to say probably 26, maybe. He was 24. 24. Oh, really? Okay. I was off. So, not bad. I mean, still. Um, How old do you think uh, Caroline was? Oh, the, the, the Jake's girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah, she's probably older. I don't know, twenty three maybe. She was twenty five. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. Now, who do you still? There's one other person. There's one more person older than that. Yeah. I don't, her friend. Nope. I don't know. All right. I got people, people don't want to hear us. I guess. got my finger <laughs> on the button. Oh no way! Is Long Duck Dong? He was twenty six. He was twenty eight. Holy crap! Was he really? Yes. Twenty eight years old. In 1984, so he's 14 years older than we are. He's so. dead now. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. oh, he's not. He's 56 now. Can you imagine that? I mean, he played at 28. He was playing it well. Yeah, but, I mean, he didn't. He looked young. Yeah. He played it well. Well. Yeah, no, you're, you're racist no. back. You're going to race it's an Asian thing. I know. Yeah. I hear you. I know you're Asian saying. Asian people have a way of looking You know what? They, they Genetically, they, yeah. their skin, they don't wrinkle. So, yeah, I know. I hear you. They don't wrinkle. No, they don't wrinkle as soon is what I mean. They're, they just have right. whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, they do. That's a good quality. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> racist. I don't want to see how that's racist. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can think of some ways, but I don't want to say it because I don't want to offend anybody. But anyway. You're doing it right now. I'm stopped. I stopped now. Hey, that's it. I don't have any more. All right. Well, there we go. Um, so typically, uh, again, this is where we get to our our next nostalgia uh, movie, and we thought we would definitely change it up a little bit this week. We are changing it up. I mean, we're really switching some gears uh, this week, but I'm kind of excited about it. So go ahead. We are going to do Aliens, yes. the sequel to Alien, which was actually 1979, I believe, or yep, something like yep, that. Yep, yep, So, But this is 1986. Yeah, which is weird. I, th- I could have sworn those two were closer, closer together. Closer together, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that was actually a while before they got around to the sequel. So, yeah, James Cameron, Aliens, 1986, freaking classic sci-fi slash horror film. Uh, really helped invent that space genre of, of horror. Um, which I guess, you know, the, the original Alien started, and, and this one just kind of kept continuing. Um, this was a great, great movie. Loved it. Yeah, I got some things to say about this movie. Yeah, so we kind of wanted to change it up a little bit, go different speeds. Like we've done a lot of comedies and feel-good movies. We haven't really done any good horror since This stuff. is a feel-good movie, too. <laughs> yeah, sure it is. I feel it great makes your about chest want to burst out, I, I you know? I feel great about this movie. That is the one thing about the Aliens movies, man. They do not discriminate. They freaking kill everybody constantly in this one. So, all right. Anything else to add? No. Let's let's uh, listen to the trailer. We'll come back inside and talk about. Oh, you know what? I did want to point out again. 1984. John Hughes, not a single black person. All right. So we'll see you on the other (laughs) side. (laughs) You're going out there to destroy them. That's the plan. All right. 
This is the first time she survived the most terrifying creature in the universe. She thought the nightmare was over. Something under the floor. It hadn't even begun. Something straight for us. inside the room. The Gorney Weaver. Aliens. The new movie. This time, it's war rated R. Starts Friday, July 18th at a theater near you. In space, nobody can hear you scream. Love and that's the tagline for yeah, the first one. I don't think I saw the first one until a couple of years after I saw this one. Because 1979, it was an R-rated movie. I wouldn't have been able to see it. I don't know that I ever had an urge to see it until I saw this one. Wait a minute. Are you going to tell me that you've never been into an R movie at the theater? Well, not when, when I was you were not. Not when I was nine. Okay. I, I, look, this one, maybe not. But you had to have seen R movies. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I did. No, I saw R movies. You made it sound like I've never seen our movie no, until I, just, I was old enough. Just saying, course. I didn't see this one. That's yeah, all. I don't think I did either. But the the first one has a lot of fond memories as well. Yeah, yeah. I want to actually dig it around to sing. I did enjoy that one. I actually I found. I think I found the first one probably scarier. Very scary to yeah, me. Yeah, uh, comparatively speaking to this one. I know it, we it can just, probably talk about the first one. I don't want to as much because no, no. Not, but, but you know, it, this is a sequel. It's the first sequel that we've done. I know we don't. Neither one of us really like doing sequels, but uh, this is just one of those good movies, and it offered a good change of pace. So we wanted to we wanted to go ahead and do it. So Aliens. So came out nineteen eighty six. Uh, it was a sequel again to the original Alien in nineteen eighty or nineteen seventy nine, nineteen eighty. James Cameron written directed. So you know you know it's got all the good stuff on it right there. Um, Wait a minute. I did not know this. Right. It was James Cameron? Yeah, it was written and directed by James Cameron. The second one? Yeah, Aliens. This makes sense to me then. You right. know, this has a big feeling of Aliens, has a big feeling like Terminator 2 did. You know, the first one. Yeah, you know what it kind of does. You know, yeah, the original first one, which was more like, I don't know, not as big budget. <laughs> this one has Michael Bain in it, which was the oh. Terminator guy. Yeah. So there we go. You know, not as big budget in the first one. Second one, much bigger budget and more, I don't know, flash, mm-hmm. more, you know, I don't know, defining characters more and all that. Yeah. So, yeah, and James Cameron did Terminator. So, yeah. so. James, yeah, you know, you got you, you to gotta love James Cameron. I mean, you think about the movies he spanned over the past 30 years that have just, that are in the social conscious of anybody. You, you know what I mean? That, are, that, that have just evolved into what he's done and just to have that kind of impact on society. I'll never let you go, Jack. I know, God. <laughs> all right, throw out Titanic because I, I can't stand that <laughs> stupid that movie. Yeah. <laughs> throw that one out, but all the other... Co- I'm talking about True Lies. I mean, True Lies was, mm. was the best, yeah. What kind of sick bitch takes the ice cube? Um, so <laughs> that was a great... If you haven't seen True Lies, you got to see it. That's Tom Arnold's best movie by far. So anyway, um, Aliens was a... Uh, uh, again, 1986, budget of about $18 million. Uh, ended up grossing close to 140 million dollars worldwide. So this wow. thing made uh, made some cash. Yeah, it definitely did well. But this is one of the first horror movies I remember seeing that combined. I thought the the humor and the horror. You yeah. know, I mean, it was funny. I mean, it was genuinely funny. It had good one line. Bill Paxton just rocked it in this one. I mean, he was great in this movie. There's only two movies I like him in, and this is one of them. Was Titanic the other one? No, both James Cameron oh, I movies. He was in that too. Yeah. No, um, it was uh, Weird Science. Oh, uh, when he was the brother. Character he played, you know. T- you know, Titanic and, um, gosh, what's that other one? Uh, Twister and... Uh, <laughs> Twister, He's yeah. so dry. Carrie and I just make fun of him. I oh, yeah, yeah. He, he's, uh, he's, what's his name? Um, you can interchange him and uh, Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Uh, Kevin Costner, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, without a problem. It'd be the exact same character in the exact same movies and do it the exact same way. They don't exa- exactly have the acting range. So my wife actually does a pretty good impression of him when we go down to Universal and there's the ride, the twister of the ride. And, you know, there's little cut scenes of Bill Paxton and uh, what's her name? Um, Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt talking, you know, giving you some things about tornadoes and how deadly they are and all that. And he's like, tornadoes are the biggest threat to <laughs> mankind. Whatever he says. I don't know. But he delivers it in a flop. And she does it yeah. really good, you know. <laughs> all right. Well, before we get too much into it, give me your rating for Aliens. Well, I'm going to give this one a high one. Yeah, I'm going to too. Okay, uh, this maybe may... your first five when no, we're done. I, with I it. can't go with five. I'm not gonna yet. go five to start with, but no. maybe by the time we're done, it may be. I'm gonna give this one a four point eight six. Whoa, that is up there. That is pretty high. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna one up you because I hit you a second. I'm gonna go four point eight seven. Ooh, that's good. what is this? Price is right. Or something? <laughs> it is. I'm gonna win the showcase. It's messed up. <laughs> I'm gonna do it by. Yeah, no. Every time you see him, the Price is Right, you think what a dick. Yeah. So whatever. I'm winning the showcase. Um, but okay. Aliens 1986, I guess we'll give a recap on this one. Although I can't imagine too many people haven't seen this movie. I bet you there have been. You think so? Anyway. A couple girls. Some girls. Or some guys act like girls. You know, who knows? So Aliens uh, follows Ripley, who was the only survivor aside from the cat from the original Alien. Uh, For those who don't know it, these aliens, uh, xenomorphs, as they like to call them, are basically just basic predators with acid for blood and... Some kind of second mouth monster thing that shoots out of them. But basically, they just like to kill people and they impregnate them using some kind of face hugger thing. I forget what they call them. They call them face huggers. Face huggers, yeah, yeah that yeah. implants a, an embryo in your stomach where it gestates, eventually bursting out of your chest and becoming the little aliens, which is a freaking awesome scene in Aliens and it's just as good. Uh, in this one too, I tell you that was a shocking moment on the original Alien movie. Yeah, never saw that coming out of that guy's chest. I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, didn't didn't see that coming at all. That freaked me out a little bit. Uh, they, uh, you know, Ripley makes it back. It takes a while for her to get back to Earth because she goes into like frozen hibernation. It takes her a while to get back. They finally thaw her out and get her out there. Find out what happened. Um, it's been I forget how many years it was between the first Aliens, first Alien, and the second one. In the movie, I don't remember the years. Oh, it was it was a long time. Yeah, it was a long time. Right, she was in the hibernation for a while. Yeah, she was because they had had. Time I think it was like a hundred years. Because they had had time to find the planet that they had originally found the alien on and, and start and start to colonize it. Right, so it had been a while, maybe even longer than a hundred years. Yeah, something like that. So of course she's she's back on Earth and she's having all kinds of issues. Right, from the fact that she watched her entire crew get killed, but by an alien and she survived. But it turns out the company that she worked for had gone to that planet and had decided that it was ready to be terraformed. So they had sent all these people there to start terraforming this planet, and of course, predictably, uh, they lose contact with them. They decide, oh, crap, we need to send some Marines up there. Ripley, come with us. You can serve as an advisor. They get up there, find the aliens. All kinds of awesome shit ensues uh, until they have to get off the planet, and there we go. I don't want to spoil too much about it if you haven't seen it yet. You're going to do that, I'm sure, at the end of this I prob- I'm going to try not to because this movie, well, I, it's, I think it's fairly formulaic, right? They kind of know what's going to happen, but I don't want to give away too much of the details. But let's just say it's awesome. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. So, give me, give me something. Your best spot. My best part of this yeah. is Bill Paxton. I, uh, yeah. I mean, I hate to he's go got, back He's to got him. the best lines. He does have How the best often lines. do we he, use that? Why don't you put her in charge? Yeah. I use that all the time. Yeah, he does have these one-liners that um, are memorable. Yeah. I can't remember any other ones right now, but <laughs> that one, yeah, why don't you put her in charge? Yeah. I mean that that is the best one. I I love I love that line. Well and just and even his whole scene at the end 
where the aliens are grabbing him, and he's like, "Yeah, you you want some of this? Are you you get?" Some? I mean, that is just is great. Absolutely loved it. You know what? I I think that the film evolved from the first one to this one. You know, um, character wise, other things. You know, in the first one, you did have like you, you know, all the characters on the ship had their own kind of thing. You know, whatever it was, but the main character was Ripley. This one. Right. You you know you had what's his name from Terminator Two? Uh, yeah, uh, Michael Bain. Was that his name? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know you had him. Um, you had uh, Bill Paxton. You had Sigourney Weaver. You had the guy Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. You know you had all these char- strong characters. You know, and you didn't know if they were going to die or you didn't expect them to die, but they did. It had uh, oh, that uh, the girl I forget her name now. The other. Hmm. Not Newt, but <laughs> Newt. She was even. Yeah, Newt. Newt was cute in this one. I liked her. Yeah, oh, yeah the, right. the dialogue of hers was a little weak. I don't know if it was her. Not you know, unable to deliver the lines, or were they really written that way? I don't know. When she says something like, "So and so mostly," I don't know what you're uh, talking yeah, about. Yeah, mostly. Mostly. Yeah, mm-hmm. they mostly come out at night. Mostly. mostly. Yeah, I remember that. Oh. And Lance Henriksen. Henriksen. She. He was in this one. He's the the android bishop. Yeah, yeah, and which is another good. I love that they brought back an android in in that way. Like mm-hmm. the first one, you didn't know that in the first Alien, you didn't know that Ash uh, wasn't was a robot. Right, you don't find that out until later. Until he got his. Until, for some reason, Ash goes nuts. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why aliens insist. What what it is about these aliens that drive these freaking androids crazy? Right, I mean, it seems that other. Well, I mean, it doesn't happen in this one necessarily, but it just it seems like one of those things because it happens in the other one too. Another alien movie where they just for some reason the perfection of the alien just drives these androids crazy. Seems like bad programming on someone's part right there. They probably should have looked into that better. Yeah, but um, Ash was surprised in the first one, and so this guy was too. Even though they introduced him as a uh, a robot, what do you call it? And right how many away. times did you try the knife scene with your fingers after watching this? Well, movie? I have to say only once because <laughs> you weren't very good at it. <laughs> So Mike's referring, if you haven't seen it, there's a scene where uh, Bishop, the the android, shows off that he's an android by taking his hand, putting it on the table, and taking a knife, spreading his fingers out, and taking a knife and, you know, passing it back and forth between each finger, and he gets faster and faster. Yeah. Um, I cannot do that. I will not try that again. Yeah, I know, but but, but how many people tried that after watching this movie? I mean, I'm I'd, sure you lots. Know. What did you, what, did, you uh, did you actually cut yourself doing that one time? I'm sure I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> and people have tried it now are called like you know four fingers. And, you know. <laughs> Shot four fingers. <laughs> actually, my favorite character, in the, or of course, was Sigourney Weaver. I actually loved. I love Sigourney Weaver anyway. I've always I've always watched like watching her. I just like that she's a badass without needing to be. Is she not probably the first and probably top female? Heroine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I've always liked about her in these movies is that they do have a lot of times they have these strong women characters, but they always have them with a man, right? I always liked that in this one. You know, she there was this little thing between her and, and uh, Corporal Hicks, right? Michael Bain's character, but it's, this wasn't a love story. She wasn't there to find romance. She wasn't trying to get laid. She, you know, her all her problems in life weren't going to be solved by you know a man. She just said, "Fuck it." You know, I'm, it's me to do this, and she was just a hard ass. I just liked her in all these roles uh, in these movies because they never backed down from that part of her character. I always enjoyed that. And I will step back before I get any emails on this, but I would say maybe Jamie Lee Curtis was probably the first female heroine, possibly a scaredy cat mm-hmm. heroine in a way. Yeah, Sigourney Weaver. Strong. Sigourney Weaver never screamed. No, no. 
No. She had a little scary look on her face when oh, towards yeah, the end. Yeah, the first sure. One. When the big one, when the big yeah, monsters fit a couple you. times. But yeah, why not? Right. I she took it like too. a man. Yeah, she did. She didn't. She didn't back down. She killed that fucking every alien she went against. Lost. So I'd say that she's uh she's definitely uh, good in the alien killing thing. Yeah. Um, Paul Reiser was good in this movie. I enjoyed his character, the sliminess. He plays that very well. Yeah. I, he was a stand-up comedian at this time, right? He was. Well, he was also on, um, guys, a half-hour comedy that show. Mad About You, but that was in the 90s. Was it Mad About You in the no. 90s with Helen see, Hunt? I kind of had this impression that they were on around the same time. No. See, I thought that was in the 90s, but okay. maybe not. So, I don't know. I'll have to look that up, too, I guess. Yeah, we'll look it up. So, yeah, I mean, and the fight scenes were great. And then this one, because the first movie only had the one alien. And of course, it took forever to kill him. This one had aliens fucking everywhere, and there was a lot of good, a lot of good gunfights. I wish the only thing I wished is that they hadn't killed the sergeant so soon. Which one was the it? sergeant? Well, oh, the black yeah. guy, right? Because he gets killed of almost course, right away. Yeah. Of course, right? Even in space, in horror movie, they get killed right away. But <laughs> he does. Yeah. He's the first one to get killed. Um, so I, I wish they had kept him because I, I loved his character. Um, he I was loved funny. how they how they explored like the the face huggers more. Yeah, you got to you know understand these creatures and what they really did and how they evolved, and, you know how they what they do to to people and you know it's just they they got into the science of it a bit more, which yeah. is a little bit more interesting. Yeah, ab- yeah. absolutely. Um, so what else really? The graphics of it. I mean, I mean the graphic nature. Oh of yeah, it. you know what? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, they didn't really shy away from they did that. Yeah, because you got to see the the acid and the fire. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, a whole bunch about of, that. You know. Just bloody and just, you know. Huh. Yeah, I forgot about that part. And they definitely have Bishop going through some issues. Yeah. There's, yeah. There, there's a lot of that. <laughs> there's a lot of Bishop in this movie. Let me tell you, he's everywhere. Yeah, boink, she's boink. got to understand. I mean, remember? I remember now that Ripley had to trust Bishop. Remember, she right. didn't have trust for uh, for androids ever. The last android she had was Ash. Um, since Ash went berserk in the first one, she never could trust um, Bishop until the very end. Right. Ended up being too. And we got to see more of Bishop than we probably wanted to. <laughs> but it but it was good. Yeah. I mean this this whole thing, like I said, I'm really looking forward to seeing it again. I probably have seen this probably in the last ten years, I think. I've seen honestly I don't remember pieces of it. I mean I mean, I love catching it on T V. If it's on T V I will stick around and watch what I can. So I, I will say I probably haven't seen the unedited version in ages. Because it's uh, it is uh, usually on TV like TBS or TNT or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't like that. know what else they would cut out on this. I think I've I don't know. If well, they, they cut out shit just because of time and and whatever. Okay. So yeah. there's always going to be something they cut out, whether it's violent or not. They'll cut something out. So I'm kind of looking forward to watching the whole thing again. So yeah, it should yeah. be fun, baby. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of struggling why I can't remember more Bill Paxton lines in this movie. Yeah, I know because you said it, but I know he's got yeah. A I, I know he's got a couple more than that one, but the only one I can remember that is when you put her in charge. So, yeah, that's all when I can see to remember for some reason. It's kind of driving me nuts. <laughs> I don't remember anymore. So, anyway, um, we're going to go with a 4.86 nostalgia for Sean. I'm one-upping him with a 4.87. Can't believe it. I know. I'm a dick. Uh, we're going to go and watch uh, Aliens this week. We'll come back and talk about it next week. I expect a, a good conversation with that one because I think we both really are going to enjoy this movie. Yeah. Um, or it'll be a very short one because it'll be like, woohoo, and just be bumping chest. This movie rocked. Let's go chew some nails. Um, so, anyway, that's all I had. You know, throw anything else in there? No. Let's get out right. here. 
So as always, um, you know, thanks to everybody for listening and for your support. Yeah, we got some new people. Yeah, we've got a couple of new friends this week. It was great. Yeah. Um, so thanks to everybody for that. Uh, you know, you guys want to get in touch with us, of course, you can always go to uh, hhp-podcast.com. There's email links on there for both me and Sean and just the general comment one. Uh, go to Facebook. Just look us up on Facebook, Hockey Mass High Schools and Popcorn. We're out there. Friend us. Talk to us. Message us. Uh, we've got Twitter. We got, uh, we're on iTunes. Uh, we're actually trying to develop an iTunes app for you guys so that you can just download the app and, and uh, or iTunes and Android app, I should say. So that you guys can just download it and keep us with you all the time because yeah. I, I know you miss us. And uh, uh, where else? iTunes, we're Twitter, everywhere. I mean, there's no place you're not going to Google Plus. You can find us. Close Look your eyes up. and we'll tattoo the inside <laughs> of your eyelids. <laughs> we are there. We're everywhere. Um, so other than that, I guess we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, see ya. All right, everybody, take care.